uncertainty. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher. Once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell America sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1. Also, again, the podcast available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. All the major ones were on it. Anchor, Anchor Spotify, Apple, you name it, uh, iHeart. We're on all of them. Tune in. We're not on your favorite uh, podcasting platform. Drop me a line at eric and eric.com. I'll be sure to get it on there for you. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Garland Gillen joined me this afternoon at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Did you get a chance to uh, stream that on YouTube, on the WLAE-TV YouTube page? It's available for you each and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Now, there'll be a rebroadcast tonight at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV. On the Deuce at 10 o'clock, WLAE-TV 2. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Then Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports joined us. And, of course, we talked a lot about the Pelicans, Saints, and the LSU Spring, also Tulane Spring, as well as um, talking about the LSU basketball team, all that on uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. we got a jam-packed show for you today, as we normally do on a Thursday. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, will join us at 4.30, uh, talking NBA, talking Pelicans, talking uh, trading deadline. We'll get into that. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will join us at 5.10. We'll get the latest on LSU spring. We'll do a postmortem on LSU basketball. We'll talk about the possibility of, again, uh, sanctions coming down on, on the uh, football and basketball programs and on the university, the Les Miles situation, and then the comments that were made yesterday um, by Ed Ogeron, actually the day before yesterday, by Ed Ogeron in his press conference about not interviewing his assistants after the 2019 uh, national championship. And I got to tell you, folks, that's mind-blowing to me. Absolutely mind-blowing to me. Uh, finishing it off will be Jake Madison of uh, Locked on Pell's podcast at 535. And, uh, of course, we'll finish. We'll, we'll do the same exact thing we'll do with uh, Ollie. We'll talk to him about the trading deadline. We'll talk to him about the trade that was made, the trades that were not made, and what we can expect for the Pelicans as they go down the stretch run here trying to be able to get into the playoff tournament. Uh, hopefully that will happen for the Pels. All right, let's kick it off. Let's get into it. Uh, a lot to talk about, and of course, uh, uh, let's give you some quick headlines. The Pelicans uh, traded J.J. Redick today, along with Nico Melli, to Dallas for, uh, for veteran James Johnson and Wes uh, Iwundu, uh, and a 2021 second-round pick as well as cash considerations. Uh, Lonzo Ball was not traded. Eric Bledsoe was not traded and having a, a number-one pick attached to that trade. None of that happened today. Uh, yesterday, uh, the Saints signed tight end Nick Vanett uh, to a three-year deal. Now, again, don't get excited about the three-year deal. It, it hasn't come out yet, but I can guarantee you it is a one-year deal for probably the veteran minimum, and it, they'll have incentives on that. But the last two years of this deal are dummy years, only to be able to, again, spread out the cap hit because the Saints are cap-strapped right now. Uh, and the Saints are going to uh, host quarterback T.J. Carey uh, in the near future. So, uh, And I went, Oh, who? Okay. Look, they're going to try to get a veteran in here. We'll see how that kind of plays out as we go forward. Maybe they're not even going to do that until training camp. Who knows? You know, you get in. We see this each and every year, right? Teams draft draft uh, young uh, draftees high. Uh, or they go to training camp, and they see this diamond in the rough who, again, as they think can, can play for them immediately. All of a sudden, they start looking down their roster, and they start seeing, man, at this position, we've got a couple of veterans that are making a lot of money. We can cut those veterans, cut our loss with those veterans, and start playing some of these younger players. Uh, again, that means veterans get out on the open market. Maybe there's an opportunity for the Saints to be able to pick up a veteran there. Or, again, maybe in the second wave of free agency. Although, again, it's slim pickings at the cornerback position. We talked a little bit yesterday about J.C. Horn running a 4-3-9. 
that if the Saints want him or Patrick Sertain, they're probably going to have to move up to get one of those two guys. Uh, I fully believe that again they will do that. They're going to have to need it. They're going to need a starting corner opposite uh, Marshawn Lattimore. And again, why not go with a, a guy that if you can't get a veteran that can play for you, a young guy you can groom into the position. We'll see how it kind of plays out. All right, going back to, to the Pelicans because um, look, this was kind of topsy turvy throughout throughout the last couple weeks, and I kept telling you, Twitter is a liar. Okay, don't go by what you write, what you hear on Twitter. Uh, you better make sure that the, the individuals that you're following on Twitter, that you're getting information from, are, ger- are verified, have that check on them. If they're national correspondents, you can trust the local guys. You know who they are, uh, who knows what they're talking about, who doesn't. Uh, but then you get all these uh, different um, uh, Twitter feeds that everybody's got, a, got an answer. Everybody's got the, got the, the package du jour. Uh, and most of them, if not 99.9% of them, were dead wrong, absolutely dead wrong. Uh, the Pelicans, as I mentioned, did not trade Lonzo Ball today. Uh, despite the rumor mill of a ball going everywhere, Eric Bledsoe being part of a three-way deal with Lonzo, Lonzo Ball or, again, being traded with the number one pick attached to any deal uh, to move him, that didn't happen. Uh, J.J. Redick getting bought out to sign with an East Coast team of his choice, that didn't happen. Okay? So, again, the rumor mill the, and Twitter, way off as usual. Way off as usual. But Griff did do something good today. And look, I've been on him the last uh, last few days because uh, of the Bledsoe deal, uh, which has not come to fruition, about the possibility of just allowing J.J. Redick to people to, to, to leave and buy him out and let him go wherever he wants, and he's an asset. And that's where I've been on this since day, since day one, since the Pelicans traded Anthony Davis. Uh, again, you have to look at the pieces of, of this puzzle as assets, and I'll get into that a little bit, a little bit later on uh, in, in the program as we go forward, but... Look, he did something good. He traded J.J. Redick instead of going the, buy route, the buyout route because that meant no, again, if he, if he did went the buyout route, that meant no compensation. Every player on this, on, on this team outside of Zion and B.I. Are, 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 are an asset. Zion and B.I. are untouchable. Period. The end. Those are the ones that you're really building this team around. So J.J. Redick traded along, along with Nico Melli. Two players that were not getting a lot of playing time on this team to begin with. Uh, two Dallas for James Johnson and Wesley Iwendu. Uh, the, the 2021 second-round pick, and look, that's an asset, okay? You can attach that to another deal to make a deal uh, uh, get done. Uh, you know, a lot of people, snug, they, they kind of scarf at second-round picks. Every single time you get a second-round pick, it's an asset. And look, oh, by the way, if you're savvy and you can draft well, there are a myriad of second-round picks that have made it in the NBA. Okay, you just got to be, again, uh, have a great scouting uh, room and, and, you know, be willing to be able to, uh, you know, make the deal and then put the time in to coach those players up. They also got cash considerations. Now, the Pels are getting veteran James Johnson who can play defense and, and multiple positions. He's a, he's a gritty, grimy player. We've seen him with the Miami Heat, now with the Dallas Mavericks. Again, he's been around a while. He's on a one-year $16 million deal. So, again, his deal expires at the end of this season. Uh, they also got, as, as mentioned, a, a young wing. Uh, in, uh, in Wesley Oyundu, and I'll, I'll get it eventually, folks. Uh, he is also, he's, he is, his deal is, is a minimal deal, uh, $1.68 million uh, this year, $1.8 million next year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in 22-23. So, that, again, basically you're, you're bringing in J.J. J.J.'s an unrestricted free agent next year, so would James Johnson be. So at that point you'll, you'll be getting off at least $16 million on that cap, and you're going to need that money. And I'll get into that, uh, why you're going to need that money in just a couple seconds. But 
again, you still got the Dallas second rounder, and you got cash, which is all, again, they had to get the cash to make the deal done. So Griff didn't make a bad deal today, and that's a good thing, okay, because we've had Dell Demps make bad deals in the past. Okay, it's better to make no deal than make a bad deal. So, and he got compensation for J.J. Redick, who, again, was going out the door anyway. So maybe James Johnson comes in with veteran leadership, and even in the short time he's here, what, maybe 30 games or so, maybe he can show some defensive intensity, and maybe he can pass on, again, some leadership to the rest of this locker room. You know, maybe he can light a fire under Eric Bledsoe's ass. I mean, who knows at this point, okay? But you're taking a flyer on a guy for the last part of the season, hoping that, again, that somehow he can inject something into your locker room, maybe bring something on the defensive end. You know, we'll see, we'll see what's going to happen with Iwandu. Uh, if he's going to be a guy that's going to hang around more, he's more of a small forward. He's got a seven-foot wingspan, okay, for a small forward. And coming, coming out of college at Kansas State, he was known as a really good defensive player. Uh, again, hasn't gotten a lot of play in the NBA. We'll see how that kind of, how that kind of goes going forward. Uh, now the question comes to this, and this is the bottom line here, okay? Can they get out of the Bledsoe deal uh, this summer? And, and we discussed it on this program. Okay, going, going, you look, when you look at, the, at, the, um, at the, his contract, um, getting through this year, which is 16.8, that, that's fade to complete. You're paying him that money now, okay? He's in. He's in till the duration. Next year, that kicks up to $18.1 million. Man, I tell you what, that's tough to swallow, okay? And that's going to be tough for any team to swallow unless, they, unless it's a contender that believes that Eric Bledsoe will start playing again instead of laying on the leg of the franchise like he's doing now, a la Eric Gordon. Uh, the good news is the following year's, uh, contract is only guaranteed uh, for $3.9 million, okay? So it might be a little bit easier when you look at it to be able to move him next year now with the following year contract basically being an expiring contract because you're only on the hook for $3.9 million. The hopefully, the hopefully during the summertime, uh, Griff will, will mend this mistake because this is a mistake. There's no doubt about that. If you didn't think it coming in, I'm not saying I knew this from the day one because I was one that said, man, Eric Bledsoe is going to be a guy that can come in here. He's not going to be, uh, he's not going to be Drew Holiday, but he's not, that, he's not that far off from a Drew Holiday-type defender, and he can score. Maybe he's not the score that, that Holiday is from the outside, but he's a guy that gets to the basket, and, again, he can facilitate as, as a point guard. He is unhappy here in New Orleans. I don't care what Stan Van Gundy says, and we haven't heard from Griff, so we wouldn't know what Griff thinks one way or the other. Okay, you look at the body language. When Reggie Miller, who's not in this New Orleans market, is looking at a game the other night when they played the Lakers, and he makes the comment, again, not even prompted by, by the, by the uh, play-by-play guy to say, I'm watching Eric Bledsoe, and the body language tells me he doesn't want to be here. Well, guess what? I think we've all seen that throughout the season. But he's one of the keys to next season. He's one of the keys to getting rid of his contract uh, for next season so that, again, you have the cap room. You have to re-sign Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart, okay? Those are priorities now, okay? You don't not trade Lonzo Ball at the deadline to maybe roll the dice that maybe, just maybe, as a restricted free agent, you're going to let him go out there, set his own market, and then you're going to be able to match that, okay? You want to be able to get him signed uh, before free agency kicks in or uh, – or again, you're risking the chance of losing him for nothing, and that would be bad, especially of being the ascending player that he seems to be. Remember, both are restricted free agents, both Josh Hart and also Lonzo Ball. So again, that, we'll see how much uh, they, they get interest on, on the market, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's no doubt that both get significant interest on the market this year. Again, you had teams, they said at least a dozen to 15 teams, if not more, inquired about Lonzo Ball. 
And Josh Hart has gotten better every single year in the NBA. He's the glue guy for this team. And let me tell you something. There are a lot of teams out there that would love to have a guard that, that can rebound like he rebounds, can score and play defense, and, and has the energy that he brings to the team. So, again, you don't want to see Josh Hart go anywhere. Uh, with that said, again, we'll see what's going to happen. Now, the Pels have to find minutes for Johnson and, and, and Wandu. We'll see how that, those minutes affect Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyra Lewis Jr., and, and Jackson Hayes. Need, those guys need minutes, and we're seeing it now. They're getting minutes with the second group. How, again, how's that going to change? Because remember, Nico Melli wasn't playing a lot, and J.J. Reddick's been injured. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. And Lonzo Ball staying, that means that ultimately, again, those minutes are there. To me, at this point, if Bledsoe continues to lay on your leg, put him at the end of the bench. You're already eating the money at this point. Put him at the end of the bench. We'll see the young players play. Until Bledsoe decides that, again, he wants to play NBA basketball again. Right now, he hasn't done it. I got to believe the thought process now is, is again, with Lonzo is that, again, he's going to be in the long-term plans for this team. Uh, or, or not trading him at this deadline was a huge mistake on the part of David Griffin. I'll give David Griffin an A for today because letting J.J. Redick walk out the door for nothing would have been sinful, not getting any assets back. Basically, he gets a, he gets a big man who's a, who's a defender, who is, again, a seasoned veteran, much like he is, that's in the last year of his deal. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. you got a young player that, again, you got a flyer on. you got a second-round pick and you got cash. It's better than letting him walk out the door to, to pick the uh, East Coast team of his choice. So I'll give him that. Why he made, didn't make the Lonzo deal, I don't know. It surely looked like early in the, in the day when uh, Chicago got a couple first-round picks from Orlando that it looks like the deal was going to happen with Chicago, which had been rumored to be, again, the, the team that was in the, um, uh, in the driver's seat to get Lonzo Ball, but it never came to fruition. Sometimes the deals you don't make are the best deals. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, remember this, is, this show is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conte Bremen. Look, don't be f- fooled, or, I mean, sorry, don't be uh, deterred by the uh, construction that's going on on, on Conte, right in front of, uh, of Oceana. They are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they have a, a pathway right into the restaurant. So, you, again, voted by uh, TripAdvisor as the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining. They're open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. I mean, a wonderful breakfast. Again, eclectic breakfast, all different types of uh, breakfast items for you from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m., so it's a late breakfast. Then you get into the Cajun Creole dishes that are absolutely incredible for lunch and dinner. Uh, cocktails are fantastic. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. You can belly up to the oyster bar, get a dozen oysters, watch them make the char-grilled oysters right in front of you. Five private rooms that you can um, have your next party again. Uh, if you if uh, you'd like, and you got uh, a large party for for dinner, you also they utilize those um, uh, those rooms for uh, dinner as well. They can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. So again, think about that for your next event or for dining. Oceana Grills family friendly. Uh, it's an incredible dining experience with friends or family or somebody special. Again, date night, fantastic. Uh, and you can also order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. So, again, looking for a great restaurant, part of the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. Think Oceana, 739 Conti Bourbon is the best time off Bourbon Street. We'll be right back. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. Right now at Wendy's, you can get a bacon double stack, four-piece crispy or spicy nuggets, fries and a drink in the $5 biggie bag. That's two fresh beef patties, applewood smoked bacon, and juicy chicken, all for just 5 bucks. Secure the bag with the most value. Get the biggie bag. Price and participation may vary. 
Delays remain heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe exit. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. And the delays are solid picking back up from Causeway to Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge on the 610 on the westbound side. Also delays are solid on the six on the 10 eastbound from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or a drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our waitstaff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305-4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, 3 years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, you want peace of mind? You want to not have to worry about uh, the power going out in your home, and it's become a prerequisite now. If you own a home in, in South Louisiana, you got to get yourself a generator. Uh, at Burkhart, they are your generator sales and, sa- and service experts. First of all, financing available generators. You pay that over time. At Burkhart, they do single-day installs. Come in, do a consultation with you, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. You guys come to an agreement. They set, the, uh, uh, they set the appointment, and again, they come in, and they knock it out in a day. Uh, they have a crew that, is, that, is spe- that specializes in generators. That's all they do. 
Every single day they're installing generators. And if you need emergency service, they're there for you 24-7, 365. If you've utilized your generator over 100 hours during the last storm season, man, before we get into this next storm season, got to get it serviced by a professional. Why not allow Burkhardt to be able to service that generator for you? You want a company you can trust with your generator sales and service? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You want peace of mind uh, during this next storm season or everyday storms? Think Burkhart, think generators. That's Burkhart, air conditioning and heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Yeah, a lot. Not, not what we thought it was going to be today uh, in terms of a wild and woolly uh, uh, trade deadline for the NBA. But nevertheless, uh, again, uh, the, the Pelicans do make at least one deal. Now, again, I set the guest list for you. Coming up in just a couple seconds, it's going to be uh, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Uh, that's going to be followed by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. We'll be talking LSU with him, and then we'll finish off with uh, Jake Madison of Locked on Pels podcast, getting all these gentlemen's uh, take, with the exception of Mike, on what's happening with the Pelicans. And i got to talk to Mike Scarborough about the situation with, with Ed Oshron. First of all, I cannot believe that, that, again, he admitted this. And, look, I get it. I'm, I, look, we've all wanted to have coaches that, that are honest and, and will tell you exactly what they're thinking. Uh, look, we've been around the New Orleans Saints now since Peyton came in here, and it's very clandestine. It's almost like the CIA over there, okay? They control the message. Ed Ogeron just blurts it out. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't take the time to interview my, uh, my assistants last year. And, and, by the way, those two guys are gone now. And, and it could have cost this team. They had a 5-5 five and five season last year. Uh, we'll get more into that uh, with um, Mike Scarborough at 510. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now uh, from the Bird Rights. Uh, he's my go-to guy. Love having him on the show. He's, the, again, the only Pelican correspondent we have on the show each and every week. It's Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Ali, how you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. Thank you. Today's deadline went kind of the way I had wanted to see it unfold. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Look, i got to be honest with you. I, I didn't want to, unless it was a deal that, that, that again, was going to be good for the Pelicans, there's no way you're giving away Lonzo Ball. Not, not with the upside we've seen this year. Now, look, I, I don't fault them for not picking, picking up his, his, um, his, his option because last year he didn't look like the player he looked, he looked like uh, so far this year. So, again, now you, your back's against the wall, and you don't, it's, you'd rather make no deal than a bad deal, right? Exactly. I've been trying to say that on radio shows, podcasts, write an article here and there saying the exact thing because the rumors we were seeing, and we were both reading them, everybody that was paying attention out there that's listening to the program right now saw it. There was nothing of value that felt like the Pelicans should jump on in regards to trading Lonzo Ball. I think the best name mentioned in the last few months might have been Laurie Markinen, but I'll be honest with you, he's owed another big contract this summer just like Lonzo. And I don't see how he fits at all any better alongside Brandon Ingram and Zion. So from just that perspective alone, like I said, that's why I'm happy the day's events unfold as it did. Because Lonzo Ball, as you just said, Eric, is a very productive player. He's beloved by his teammates. He, he's a valuable player in terms of shooting the ball, defense, everything mm-hmm. he brings. And that's what you want. You want players that can win and help this core of Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson achieve a higher status in the league. And to do that, you need good players. And I think Lonzo Ball qualifies. No doubt about it. Now, again, look, the question is, um, look, do you, you could have got away with paying about $14 million next year just to, again, to pick up that option. But now it's somewhere between 18 and 20 is what they're talking about. Like, it is what it is. The Pelicans are kind of top-heavy on the, on the salary cap. We'll get into that in, in just a little while. But to your point, look, 
we talked about it before. Number one, you can see he's coachable, right? I mean, the fact that he, he took the offseason, and again, he's worked on his shot. Again, a lot of players would, would normally say, look, man, it's my shot. I've had it forever. I'm not working on it, whatever. No, he's coachable. He wants to get better. He's putting the time in the gym. That's what the great ones do. Um, you mentioned he's not a problem in the locker room. Look, his dad may be a pain in the ass, but he's not. Uh, you know, he's been a good locker room guy. He gets along with his teammates. And then, of course, his game, again, as, as, a, as a point guard, he's a point guard that doesn't need the ball to be effective. Yes, he can get the ball to the floor. He's a great passer. Uh, he can shoot the ball now when, when, when it comes to him uh, with, uh, with uh, regularity. Uh, and, but, again, he's also a guy that plays defense. To me, if you if you got Zion playing the point forward, he's got the ball in his hand. Ball is the type of player you want on the court with him. Exactly. And Lonzo Ball, over these last few months, has turned into one of the best three-point shooters in the league, Eric. When I was looking at the stats, he's, he's in the top 15, 16 in volume, but he's one of the better converters, meaning that he's shooting the ball better than a lot of these names he's sitting next to. You know, And that's the type of player you need alongside people that dominate, players that dominate possession, as we expect fully for Zion and Brandon Ingram to continue doing right, as they become more accustomed to really the offense flowing through them when the offense gets in the half-court situations. So, no, Lonzo, to me, is just ideal. He doesn't sit and hold the ball, dribble the air out of it, trying to decide on what to do, make bad decisions. I mean, if you notice people, his turnovers now have dropped to some incredibly low rates over these last few months. He's averaging over or under two on the season. So everything he's doing, I feel like, just fits, and it complements. Right, Zion and Brandon Ingram, who are honestly the cornerstones of the team. So that's how you fill out a team. You put pieces that fit, make sense, and contribute positive. And the rebounding, the defense, already mentioned the shooting. You've mentioned the locker room. Um, all these things have to be factored in and count as positive. So, Eric, it is a concern. And I heard even Brian Winhurst on ESPN say today that he's not sure if the Pelicans will be able to resign him because, you know, of the financial commitments that they're currently tied to. Right, the bad contracts, especially of Eric Bledsoe, and the questionable one of Stephen Adams. But I think it's all workable. I think they'll be able to move on from Bledsoe, and I think that if they truly want him, and if he shows over these last, over these final 29 games, to be even a more positive contributor, more reliable and consistent, I don't think David Griffin will hesitate in signing that positive asset, even if it goes over. Say, I'm thinking of the range. 18 to 22 million dollars per year. If it goes over okay. a little bit more than that, I think it's fine. You swallow that. All right. What's the look? If you don't trade him today, you got a plan B now. Okay, you had to have a plan B. You can't let him walk out the door for nothing. We'll get into JJ Redick in a few minutes, but you can't let him walk out the door for nothing. So you got to have something, a plan B here. Whether you're willing to re-sign him for three or four years or whatever you're going to do. Remember, again, other teams have the ability to match. Any, uh, I'm sorry, the Pelicans have, have the ability to match any other offer out there. The question is, are they going to allow him to get out the free agency? They're going to try to sign him before free agency hits, or is again is he intent on testing the waters of free agency? Well, he's going to be a restrictor free agent. So that means that the Pelicans, once they offer him the qualifying offer, he'll enter that restrictor free agency and they'll have the right to match any offer he uh, gets offered. So whether the Knicks come in or now it's rumored, maybe the Miami Heat and the Toronto mm-hmm. Raptors could be on yep. his doorstep. Once free agency starts in the summer, they can go ahead and match. Like I said, and you know, whether there's a poison pill offered or whether it's just an average sum per year that's way more than what David Griffin would like to pay. I think the Pelicans have shown clearly to me that they're willing to do that because outside of Eric of the possible sign and trade this summer, 
you can't let him just walk. So if, that, if a sign and trade is impossible, then your only alternative really is to sign him. I mean, he's a good player. You can't let good assets walk out the door, especially for a small market. So like I said, I think they're committed now to him in a large degree. And even if it's a sum above, like I said, a toll they don't want to pay, look, you sign him and you either live with it and he produces, or you can move him down the road. Either way, I cannot foresee for the life of me that David Griffin in this front office is going to let him simply walk this summer. They won't be outbid and he'll be leaving. I can't foresee it. Yeah, uh, there's no, you can't get to this point and not have a plan B where the plan B is, again, either you know you're trading him or going to match an offer or you already have a sign-and-trade deal that's going to come or whatever it's going to be. And, you know, in sign-and-trade deals, a lot of times you're just taking garbage, right? You're just taking the bad yeah. contract from, from another team. That normally doesn't help you. Right, and we saw that in previous years. This past summer was different because a lot of teams did not have the cap space thanks to the pandemic affecting the uh, salary cap number for this season. But that's not likely to be as large of an issue, so I'm in full agreement with you. Unless there's some team like the Clippers or some other team that really values Lonzo and they want him, and therefore they're going to give you real assets so you don't allow him to hit the trademark, or excuse me, the free agency market and leave that route then, yeah, I'm with you. There's just no way the Pelicans are going to get any kind of decent value in return. All right, and yet remember, again, uh, and I reminded the audience of this earlier, Josh Hart is also a restricted free agent at the end of the season, right? Yes, that's right. He is really in the same boat as Lonzo Ball. They're both entering mm-hmm. their final year of their rookie contract this season. So, like I said, if the Pelicans go ahead and push that qualifying offer to them, it won't be an issue. They'll have their restricted free agency and can match and resign them. But by not signing to extensions last summer, now you're risking, you know, these higher potential bids. And, and honestly, a market that a lot of people are expecting to these teams to be able to have more money and they're going to spend it. So not that many big names are going to be out there, right? We saw Drew Holiday, Giannis. A lot of people look like they've committed this past off season to where they want to stay down the road and so there's going to be a bigger focus on these lesser towns like alonzo like josh hart but look the pelicans have room on the books that's the way i'm looking at this eric Mm -hmm. when you look at what their obligations are if they especially move off of eric bledsoe they're going to have plenty of money to re-sign both alonzo and josh hart so that's key i think without a doubt that's going to be the biggest thing to watch for new orleans can david griffin get off of eric bledsoe's contract without having to give up too much because chances are he's going to have to do that to keep these guys around. Yeah, that, that, that is frustrating in, 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 within itself. Then again, in order to get Bledsoe, you've got to attach an asset to it to move him. Uh, again, that just shows you that was a bad deal on the part of the Pelicans. But and I'm also giving him a little bit of a pass here, but not much, because I don't think anybody knew that Eric Bledsoe would come here and tank. I mean, I don't think anybody thought that. Everybody thought, again, my, most people, myself included, I felt like, man, he's not Drew Holiday, but, he, but again, he's still a top NBA defender, and he can score, and, again, he can play, again, the point guard when necessary. He's a guy that can, uh, can get, in, can, can get into, the, into, the, uh, uh, into the paint for you. Uh, even Reggie Miller the other day saying uh, <laughs> that, that his body language shows it. he doesn't want to be here. So this is just not a New Orleans media thing. Uh, I mean, guys that aren't even covering the team are saying this. Yeah, and you, I almost see it on a nightly basis to where the effort's not there, the hustle, the second and third, fourth efforts that usually players of his caliber where he has made and put together a resume of doing that is suddenly not there. And it's been like that since day one. And you're right. As David Griffin and this Pelicans front office, you, you can't possibly imagine that it's going to turn out this way because honestly, 
The easiest way for Eric Bledsoe to not be in this losing situation to be in New Orleans would be if he had come out and played better this year to go ahead and make a market for himself to where he could have easily been moved by Griffin. I think that was the hope, to be honest with you, Eric. I don't think the Pelicans were ever, you know, resigned to the fact that they're going to keep everything that was returned uh, in that Drew Holiday trade. They wanted to move on from a guy that's 31 years old. If you move in somebody that's 30 and a much better player, right, yes. at his same position, there's no reason to keep the 31-year-old. But Eric did no favors to anybody, including himself, and now they're stuck. But it isn't really the fault of the Pelicans, like you said. It just worked out that way, unfortunately. Now you are going to have to attach an asset, even though he's going to be entering – What's going to be close to, right, here's the final year of his deal because his real last year of his deal, there's only a $3.9 million guarantee. So next yep. year's salary is around $18 million. That's going to be the sticking point. And it's not that bad. But still, nobody's going to say, look, we'll, we'll take him off your hands because we can use him easily on our team because of what we've seen this year. And, that, and, that, and that's, that's the biggest problem. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. If he, if he came in, if he, if he would have played up to his potential, I don't think the Pelicans would be in the position they're in right now. There's no doubt about that. I agree 100%. All right. Before I have to take a break, but before I do that, I want to ask you this. All right, we heard so many rumors uh, of, again, uh, multiple team deals. Uh, again, certain teams that were willing to be able to, uh, uh, to, be, to, to, to put all the chips in the, in the middle of the table for Lonzo Ball. What happened? Well, the basic thing from everything that I'm gathering from resources, there wasn't enough being offered for Lonzo Ball. That Basically, David Griffin's um, idea of what, how he wanted to proceed and, and, and all those parameters were not met. So if you're going to trade away Lonzo Ball, David Griffin won a very good player and or probably picks attached. Plus, likely, you remove Eric Bledsoe from the equation, right? Well, nobody was able to meet the demand. So it, it's pretty easy now with, with the, how everything's unfolded. And, and you saw the other moves being made, especially with Chicago. When they landed Nikola Vucevic mm-hmm. and uh, made several other moves, suddenly the biggest market for Lonzo evaporated. So you saw right then and there, they're not willing to pay the prices that David Griffin basically asked for. And I can't blame him. I think Lonzo's kind of undervalued from a trade standpoint, which is understandable, right? Eric, he's, he, he's going to hit his restricted free agency. So teams are out there thinking they have money. They're going to be able to pry him away. So why offer assets? Yep. So I think Griffin made the only real true gamble that he could, and therefore keep him. And let's see how it unfolds this summer. Ali Gassel, the Bird Rights, is with us. We will take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll jump into today's trade. We'll talk about, the, again, the Pelicans with the last 29 games. Can they make the playoffs? All that coming up. Again, uh, this half hour uh, is brought to you by uh, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Again, three floors of incredible dining. Uh, I'm telling you, it's the most beautiful bur- restaurant on Bourbon Street. If you have not tried it, you got to try it. Again, folks, uh, a lot of folks getting out now, feeling more comfortable with, again, having enough vaccinations, et cetera. Uh, get on down there and enjoy Mambo's. Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. They have great cocktails, bars on every single floor of the three-floor restaurant uh, with great bartenders. You can dine in their courtyard. You can buy, dine on their Bourbon Street balcony. And then you can come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's a perfect night out for uh, uh, friends, maybe a romantic getaway, a uh, delicious meal with a family. Or again, maybe your next event as well. Uh, they're open seven days a week. You can order online for delivery at mambosnola.com. Uh, just a beautiful restaurant. Of course, when you 
finish up there, you're going to do Bourbon Street, right? Why don't you go right next door to the Hideout Bar? It's right next door to Mambo's, live music, authentic French Quarter courtyard, great drinks and food to, to be able to nibble on. Uh, it's a great night out. Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, again, right next to each other, 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, make sure you make your next memory at Mambo's. All right, we'll be right back with uh, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. I'm Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good are you ready for the stifling new orleans heat this year take it from me eric asher when it comes to getting my ac ready each and every year there's no one i trust more than my friends at burkhardt air conditioning and heating with 30 years in the business they really know what they're doing and they can work on any ac system on the market burkhardt gets your system running right they can find and fix the problems before you really need that ac this year schedule your tune-up now with burkhardt at acpromise.com that's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Wendy's Baconator is the ultimate bacon cheeseburger that puts all other cheeseburgers to cheeseburger shame. And now we're bringing that same big bacon energy to shake up and wake up your breakfast with the Breakfast Baconator. Stacked with a fresh cracked egg, sausage, cheese, and bacon. And right now, you can get a free breakfast Baconator with purchase in the Wendy's app. So get to Wendy's and always be Baconating. We got you. Offer available at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time during breakfast hours only. Offer must be redeemed via the app. Account registration required. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. I hear. And Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep peddling. We got to build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs. Hey, don't talk to Limu like that. I'm not, I'm talking to you. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. 
Welcome back to the quickest podcast ever, brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Easter. I'm ready to break out the bunny decor. Same. Kohl's has so many cute things. You can decorate pretty much everything, even Easter eggs. My family will be so excited. <laughs> I got great gifts for my favorite peeps, too. Ooh, love peeps. Plus, I got Kohl's cash and 15% off. I'm sold. One more thing. Get it in one hour or less with free store pickup. I'm going to hop to it. 15% <laughs> offer ends April 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Producer Rudy Dixon echoing Lonzo Ball right now as he's singing I'm Still Standing as a New Orleans Pelican. Happy birthday, by the way, Elton John, his birthday today. Um, Ali, uh, let's let's shift gears here for a second and let's talk about the trade that was made by the Pelicans today. And I applaud David Griffith for making this deal because uh, I thought it would be sinful to allow J.J. Redick to get a buyout and to be able to choose the East Coast destination of his choice when he is an asset and you want to get at least something in return for him. Talk a little bit about the trade and your thoughts on each player that comes back to the Pelicans. Sure, and I agree with you. I thought for sure J.J. Redick was headed for that waiver market because that's what everybody's been talking for weeks now. There was a sense that the Pelicans were close to trading J.J. almost about two months ago now, but that didn't happen. And honestly, it was very much lukewarm waters out there for him since. And you can't blame him. He hasn't been playing well overall this season. And at his age, you know, people don't want to spend an asset for somebody that they fully expect the Pelicans to let go anyways. But you're right. Looked like Dallas wanted to basically make sure that they got, you know, improved their roster without JJ hitting the waiver marker where he most most certainly would have chosen a destination somewhere in the Northeast, right? So, yeah, I like that. Even though you know James Johnson, he's an elder veteran. Wesley Owundu, we're not even certain if he's a really good player in the, or can be even a contributor in this league. But you like the fact that they got a real asset, the Mavericks' 2021 second round pick. Right, both for Redick and Nicola Melli. So we've got to mention that both of those players were dealt for the names I just mentioned. And mm-hmm. let's face it, neither J.J. nor Nicola Melli were going to be sticking around past this summer. There's just no yes. way they're going to be re-signed to new contracts. So I personally like it also from the advantage that not only you get that second rounder that could be of value, you get a look at James Johnson, who I think is, is the type of player that New Orleans needs to see next to Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. I don't think he maybe has that much left in the tank, but either way, there was a player brought in, Wenyan Gabriel, who was supposed to fill that role, but he has yet to earn the trust of Stan Van Gundy. And you want to see the Pelicans play small but have a defensive-minded presence out there. And I feel like you know the new J.J., James Johnson, fills that role. So I think from mm-hmm. those two vantage points, it makes this deal a winner easily. Um, when you, they, were, they were hoping to be able to get more playing time for Nikhil Alexander-Walker and also for Kyra Lewis, as well as Jackson Hayes now. How does this affect their playing time, if at all, in your opinion? Well, I think Jackson Hayes will be fine. 
I think for the most part, if anybody, Stephen Adams may now get a tick less. You know, it looks like the amount of minutes that he's played up to date has taken a toll, right? We saw right before the All-Star break where he was really lumbering, not having an impact on a game like he was earlier in the season. And on top of that, Jackson Hayes has suddenly earned his men. So I think he'll be fine from that standpoint to where he'll still see right around 20 minutes or so a game, which is good enough for his development and his potential impact. But you're right. I want to see, and I made a plea in the article I just put up on the bird right, that I want to see, even though Eric Bledsoe didn't get moved, you still want Nikhil and Kyra to both get more minutes moving forward. It doesn't even matter if it's at the expense of Eric Bledsoe, who you know is not going to be a contributor moving forward. So why not go ahead and make that move now? I know that before this deadline, we heard uh, David Griffin talk about players have to earn their minutes. Well, I hope they'll change from that stance, right? Because it's all about development. It's all about seeing this core. And they've earned it in my book. Let's, let's mention that real quick. They've earned it with their play. I feel like they're playing better. Nikhil, as a starter, what, four or five games, averaging right around 20 points a game right. on excellent shooting. He's defending better in Kyra. He just scored a career high in his last game. So not only do they deserve or don't deserve, or they deserve more minutes and bless them moving forward, their performances have warranted. it. So I really, truly hope that happens. James Johnson on a, an expiring $16 million contract. It won't do again next year as his last year of his deal, $1.8 million. So not a lot of, um, of of cash in future years in terms of this deal here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again uh, if Awundu will get any playing time. If so, again, how effective he can be. Coming out of Kansas State, he was thought to be a pretty good defensive player. He was. And the Magic tried to use him as such. But the problems they ran into, they had a lot of good defenders. They never had a good mm-hmm. point guard to have a cohesive offense. And we saw that affect a lot of their players, including Uundu, who could, you know, he, he never found his, you know, comfort zone offensively. And this shows in his shooting numbers. If you watch film or if you watch the games, uh, God bless you, <laughs> that <laughs> the magic, and they, they, they just struggled. Those young guys, they, I mean, Jonathan Isaac, he was a prime example, but lesser guys like Uundu couldn't find a shot. So now he's trying to find his next role in the NBA. And unfortunately, you know, for him, he ended up on Dallas, which has a lot of good veterans ahead of him, a lot of good players. So he didn't really get a chance to shine there. So it's, it's fun to see. He's, uh, I know he's a little bit older than your average young guy. He's, I think he's 26. Yep. But, yeah, yes. why not go ahead and see if he can give you anything defensively because you still need to fill out the rest of your roster moving forward with cheap candidates. And if he can prove that he can knock down a shot and play decent defense, hey, I'd be all for willing to resign that. All right, um, we're up against the clock, so why don't you give me a grade on what they did and did not do today? you got to give them a B, I think. I'm happy that they kept Lonzo Ball if for the only reason that there was not a better, a good offer out there to where you would have at least gotten a good player back. The fact that there wasn't and they didn't take any deal or the deal that came along just to get rid of his contract and you know basically focus on future assets, I, w- I wasn't a fan of. So you give them a B for that as well as the J.J. Redick, right, the deal where you got something in return. But it just hurts, Eric, that Eric Bledsoe wasn't moved, right? You've you yep. got to sooner or later get rid of that contract. And even though it requires or would have required attaching an asset now, the same will apply, I think, this summer. So I wish he would have just been moved now. Can't give an A if you don't move Eric Bledsoe, basically. Yep, no doubt. I mean, again, and that's that's of his doing for not being the player they thought they were they, they were getting. All right, uh, Ali, uh, I got thirty seconds left. What do you have coming up for us on the bird rights, and how can folks follow you on social media? Right now that we're past the deadline, I've put up a piece on today's activity. We're going to be focusing on this roster. 
can Lonzo basically fit to where he's deserving of a contract, regardless of what may be out there that David Griffith's going to have to sign? And, of course, focus on the young guys. You mentioned it. We talk about them. Kyra, Nikhil, and Jackson, because I know that they're very high on them moving forward. So let's see if they get the minutes and keep producing, because that would be a great development, right? And the season has been disappointing. You get to basically find that you have playable certifiable rotation pieces next to Zion and Brandon Ingram. Yep. That's probably the next best thing that can turn out for the rest of the season. No doubt. Thanks for joining us. We'll check in with you next week. That's Ali Cassell, The Bird Rights. We'll be right back. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Dillon, who's at the TikTok Cafe. What you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Right. They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Mom, I'm hungry. Popcorn? Mm. We should live stream this. Already am. With this new plan from Walmart Family Mobile, I get 40 gigabytes of high-speed data for under 40 bucks a month. It's a limited-time deal. Ooh, watch out. Loose ball. Whoa. That's double the data with no contract or surprise fees. <gasps> Yay, buzzer beater. All powered by T-Mobile's nationwide network. Makes me feel like I'm a step ahead. Available at Walmart. Double data ends July 31st, 2021. Hotspot does not double. See terms at MyFamilyMobile.com. Walmart Family Mobile. Today, pros have to do whatever it takes. The Home Depot is here to make that easier. We've got the products you know and trust on our app. Delivery options to get what you need exactly where you need it. And a delivery tracker that keeps you up to date on the status of your order. 
so you can keep doing what you do best, whatever it takes to get the job done. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. You ever lie awake at night, can't sleep, not wanting to see what time it is because that's just going to keep you up? Tonight, try ZQuil Pure Z's all night. Unlike other sleep aids, our extended release melatonin helps you fall asleep naturally and then slowly releases so you stay asleep longer through the night. It's non-habit forming with no next day grogginess. ZQuil Pure Z's all night so you can fall asleep and stay asleep. Available at retailers near you. All right, folks, uh, I want to thank Alec and Sell the Bird Rights for joining us. Uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, coming up at 510. Also, uh, Jake Madison, Locked on Pels, with more Pelicans talk at 535. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC system, heating system, it breaks down, you call Burkhart. They answer the phone 24-7, 365, and they'll be out there with that 30-minute courtesy call to come take care of all of your needs. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, acpromise.com. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambles, and Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All will deliver right to your home. It's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Stick to the truth is what you're good at. New Orleans. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. We're on with you each and every weekday, 4 to 6. Hope you're enjoying the program. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Those are the apps you can listen live. Nash FM 106.1. EricAsher.com. Don't forget about our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher is the Facebook page. Inside New Orleans Radio Show is the Instagram page. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, you got another chance to catch us. We were live th- today at uh, 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We're live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Uh, tonight, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, Saturday, eight, uh, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then back on Pelican Sports Television to wrap it up on Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. We'll have it on our social media platforms at some point this afternoon, and uh, I'm sorry, this evening. And don't forget, uh, Garland Gillen did a great job, as always. Man, he is uh, a ball of energy and a plethora of great information. Uh, Pelican Saints, LSU, uh, we went through the ground, but also Tulane talked about their uh, spring football. So catch us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We're just uh, about a minute or so away from uh, uh, our guest, which is Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. We'll also be joined by uh, Jake Madison of uh, Locked on Pell's podcast at 535 this afternoon. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery, 200 block of Bourbon Street, matter of fact, 205 to be exact, uh, right next to Galatoire's, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. First of all, two Bourbon Street balconies or joining private rooms. You can dine in those uh, ba- uh, on those rooms adjacent to the balcony, or again, you can rent those for your next event. Fantastic. Uh, picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You want to do a little people watching? Fantastic. Grab yourself a cocktail, uh, a meal, and just do some people watching. Uh, maybe a French Quarter. A courtyard is more your style. That authentic French Quarter courtyard is wonderful during the day, but beautiful at night to be able to dine and have a few cocktails. Uh, of course, the food is second to none. Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Uh, also, again, fantastic cocktails. Got a great bartenders over there that are mixing up some fantastic cocktails for you. Uh, you can order online for delivery at nola doc, nolacookery.com. You can also check out their menu there as well. Uh, friends, family, maybe a, di- a nice night for uh, uh, you and a date uh, to be able to do, uh, you know, go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, man, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, open through the construction on Conti. So, again, there's a pathway for you to go right into Oceana Grill to enjoy breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And, of course, Mambo's, uh, Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony, uh, in which uh, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar and a Bourbon Street balcony that you can enjoy. And, of course, 
two Bourbon Street balconies over at Odenwald's Cookery and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, boy, beautiful during draft time, March Madness, anytime there's a game on, but always a great time to enjoy Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All right, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program, talking some Tigers. Here's our good friend Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you? How you doing, Eric? Man, I'm just trying to make some money here. That's all. Just trying to get the word out on these great sponsors. Yeah, well, I, I, I was uh, on my way to LSU football practice, and I'm 25 minutes minutes into my commute uh, about an hour ago, and they informed us that, uh, no, it looks like the lightning in the area, so we're going indoors. So oh. no media, so I got to jerk the wheel and get back home. So, uh, so well, I'm no glad you're going to spend some time with us. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, Mike, before we get started, you got a fantastic site. Tell the folks about it, how they can get involved in it, and how they can follow you on social media. Yeah, go to TigerBait.com. Of course, we got the news today of uh, LSU picking up a four-star uh, defensive tackle in Tiger Hill uh, from Edna Carr, big-timer, uh, top defensive lineman in the state of Louisiana for the class of 2022. Gives LSU 11 commitments. Uh, we've got Brian Lazar with our baseball coverage on the weekends. And, uh, of course, basketball recruiting we're going to dive into. Always football recruiting, always spring football. And um, uh, did a bunch of interviews today with uh, LSU players. So we'll, we'll have that all for you on, on TigerBait.com. Mike, you, you, you mentioned it first. Let's talk Ty G. Hill on Edna Carr. How big of a, uh, of a commitment is this for LSU? I, I think it's big. Uh, it, it continues LSU's ability to uh, have really – Strong success in New Orleans in recent years. Um, you know, other than losing Cedric Van Pran to Georgia a few years ago, uh, they've pretty much done what they needed to do uh, in, in the city of New Orleans. So very much a positive. Certainly Carr has uh, uh, recruits nonstop. Uh, you know, Anderson, his teammate, I, I think is lights out, and he might – uh, you know, I've been working on my rankings. He might be the top wide receiver in the state of Louisiana because I, I think he's fantastic. So, uh, you know, all the championships at Carr and, and uh, great coaches there. And you're talking about a kid that's uh, right at 6'3", 285 or so. Uh, strong, uh, highly intelligent kid. And I've uh, been covering him for a few years. And um, I know Ed Orgeron's excited to have him. He's the first defensive line commit for this class uh, for 2022, and, and now they've got 11 commits. Um, and right now, arguably, I think the consensus nationally would be uh, LSU's probably the second-best class in the country, uh, nipping at Ohio State's uh, heels for the number one class. Let's, let's shift gears to spring. Uh, the, the big uh, comment so far have been uh, out of the media has been the, the quarterback position. But, Mike, overall, what, what have you heard about uh, and what have you been able to see in the time that you're able to check out practice uh, about what's going on at spring football? Uh, look, I, I, I think LSU just got a great problem. Um, you know, I, I tell people to not discount T.J. Finley. Um, you know, people want to go ahead and, and – and, and give it to Max Johnson. I think Miles Brennan wants to have something to say about it. Uh, I think Nussmeyer is going to need uh, a little bit uh, of seasoning and, and weight gain. Um, but I think LSU's got a great problem because depending on how this thing shakes out, I think not only will you have a strong number one, but you'll have a strong number two. Um, then you can get into the whole, you know, uh, analysis. Okay, well, can they hold on to all three? 
What's the likelihood of someone transferring out? When would that take place? Um, you know, if, if this person is number two, would they leave? Um, or would they only leave if they're the third guy? Um, you know, there's still a lot of stories, I think, to be written on uh, LSU's quarterback situation um, going into next year. And I think uh, it's going to be vitally important for Ed Orgeron and Jake Peets um, to, you know, let them guys know, look, just because we named somebody number one after what you saw last year, uh, three quarterbacks played. Um, and you could have a similar scenario uh, this coming season. And I think probably the last thing you want if you're, if you're LSU um, is to have another scenario where, where you had several years ago where when you had, um, you know, two quarterbacks leave in, in a span of, of 48 hours in August. Right. Yeah, no, when, no when doubt Nar- about when, that. Uh, when McMillan and Narcisse left mm-hmm. back-to-back. Yes. Yep, no doubt. Um I've talked to a few people. They feel like this is going to be a very, very strong LSU team based on guys coming back and the recruits coming in, uh, the changes in the coaching staff, philosophy on offense and defense. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I just think there's a whole lot of, of things to be optimistic about. I mean, knock on wood, I don't know if we would have went out there today and realized that somebody was missing or a couple players uh, with injuries. Um, but – I think with what's returning on that offensive line, you know, talking to uh, Ed Ingram earlier today, you know, I brought up the fact of, you know, what's the average age of that offensive line? You know, you've got, you know, a bunch of 22-year-olds, a 23-year-old in Shanahan. Um, You've got robust competition at quarterback. Um, Seeing Jake Peets out of practice last week, um, very much uh, reminiscent of seeing Joe Brady out there that first spring. Um, cut from the same cloth. And um, I know he impressed a lot of high school coaches at that clinic last night. So, um, I don't know. It's – I want to hear some more about, uh, you know, in the coming weeks when they've had a scrimmage or two under their belt. We Mm -hmm. know the spring game is always a snooze fest. And really it's it's nothing more than something similar to the old – uh, purple and gold basketball games that Dale Brown used to have. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it's those scrimmages that you really want to hear some things about. Um, and um, uh, I know the defensive line uh, had uh, a little bit uh, – was way ahead of the offensive line last week. But then we're hearing that the offensive line is evening things up now. So we'll see. Got to ask you about uh, Ed Ogeron's comments yesterday. Uh, about not interviewing his staff uh, after the 2019 uh, uh, national championship uh, and then saying again uh, that, it, that he'd never do that again. He interviewed everybody this time. I got to tell you right now, Mike, that blew me away. Uh, I mean, again, you're coming off a championship uh, year. Normally, again, you know you become the target uh, and you got to double down. You got to be that much better. And to, to be in a situation where you're bringing in coordinators and you're not interviewing them, bringing in coaches, you're not interviewing them, is mind-blowing to me. And then to admit it to the media is even more mind-blowing. Look, I appreciate his honesty, but sometimes it's better to keep those kind of things to yourself. Yeah, and, and then, but then, I, then I'm also like, okay, well, but what does he mean? You know, did it, did it mean that, okay, no, he didn't fly people in and have them sit across the desk from him and go over their resume you know, and call for references, which certainly you wouldn't need to do with Bo Pelini. Um, 
or is he maybe throwing some shade at Scott Woodward and saying Bo Pelini was Woodward's idea? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You see what I'm saying? There's a whole I see exactly what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I mean. So maybe it was, uh, it was you should hire these coaches. Right. Like, I'm not, uh, you know. Look, I, 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 I still think that there's some stuff going on where, you know, Scott Woodward can say I, I'm, I'm not meddling or I'm not doing this or that, and I know that's not a fact. So, um, I don't know, man. I, it's, sometimes you, you think Ed is, is saying stuff he shouldn't say, but uh, sometimes. But is, uh, there's a I, message I, behind I, it. I think it comes out, and it's because it's it, it's a, it's a, it, there's a, it, it's stuck in his crawl. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gonna tell you, it was mind blowing to me. I mean, again, I, first of all, again, when you when you look at the, at the downward spiral, and a lot of that happened because of the disconnect between the defensive coordinator and, and obviously the defense. Uh, Linehan did really nothing for this offense last year, and then all of a sudden now you're, again you're in a situation where you're right back to the drawing board, and you're having to be able to hire new coaches. Oh, by the way, those guys are being paid off by TAF, uh, which now again uh, that's multiple co- coaches uh, going back to the uh, the ex offensive coordinator that again they've had to buy out and and um uh you know that's that can be happy for those guys no matter how deep their pockets are uh it just uh I, I, it, it it really took me for a, a loop when it when it when it when he said that because to me you got to be concentrating on what you're doing to be able to repeat and how do you how do you let guys on your staff without interviewing those guys and knowing if they're a fit yeah i i, I just wonder you know I, I, there's so many things that I read into that, and it, but it came across in like, oh, I just said, okay, you got the job. Come on in and, and, and sell your house and move down here. I don't think that's what he meant. I, I really think it was, no, I didn't have a guy come sit across from me at my desk. I didn't look at his resume. I didn't call his references. Um, and then interview a couple other guys and then call uh, uh, Bo Pelini back in for a second interview. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he meant. Whereas this last yeah. time, I mean, he absolutely brought people in and had sit-down interviews. I mean, we, we, it was pretty much reported uh, which guys came in yes. and were in the building and, and, and did interviews. I think that's part of what it meant. But there's no doubt that the Bo Pelini hire was also a, 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 a Woodward was involved there. Right. I want to shift gears uh, to basketball for just a couple seconds before I let you go. Uh, they, they, they finished the season 19-10, and 10, losing to Michigan. Uh, they're going to lose, what, Watford, Smart, uh, Days, and, and, and also Cam Thomas probably to the draft. Uh, how's this team, first of all, your, your thoughts on, on again, uh, the season that just completed and then look forward to next year on this team uh, in terms of the recruiting class. Uh, are, are they going to be contenders once again? Man, I, I just don't know how you replace all that scoring. I mean, I know they, uh, you know, Colbert, uh, you know, they got a couple of big guys uh, uh, coming in. Uh, you know, Colbert's a big guy. Um, you got the easy rear road, which they kind of like uh, blue shirted or gray shirted and are going to, you know, bring in, bringing him in next year. Uh, the Alex Fudge kid, the small forward. Um, I, I tend to think next year is a bit of a rebuilding year, but it's going to be very interesting. I, I, it's, Every time you think there's a few pieces missing, uh, Will Wade and his staff come up with guys from Middle mm-hmm. Eastern Washington, you know, and, and, and like, right. man, how did you find out about that guy? I, I just have a feeling there's going to be a couple or three guys that we're not talking about right now 
they're going to be on this roster for next season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see again how it plays out. Losing a lot of talent. You can, you can make an argument that maybe one or two of those guys should come back. But, you know, again, they're all going to the NBA. Um, yeah, we'll see how that kind of plays out. And, and, and you're watching LSU versus Michigan. You just cannot help but think about some of the guys that LSU was leading for in recruiting mm-hmm. that really would have been a part of this team that just wrapped up that they lost out on because of uh, perfectly timed Dick Vitale tweets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this investigation that's a cloud over, still is a continuing cloud. What Pat Ford uh, uh, tweeted out something today that the NCAA is still in the midst of the investigation uh, in, into the basketball program and Will Wade. So, again, they won't yeah. let it go. It, and, and uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how it kind of plays out. I mean, that, that compounded by the Title IX stuff and then Our Lady of the Lake. You know, we'll be interested to see again how, well, we, we, if and when the NCAA uh, is, is going to get involved with LSU uh, in terms of possible sanctions. Yeah, uh, Pat Forty, uh, the guy at uh, USA Today and a few others, mm-hmm. uh, yep. a lot of those guys are in the hip pocket of some blue blood coaches. And uh, I'm very skeptical of the timing of their tweets and, and what they say. But the bottom line is, is when that committee finally meets and rules on LSU basketball, I don't know what uh, they what they might try to do to LSU, but the bottom line is, is because this has been hanging over the program for two years now, it's essentially LSU's been on probation because mm-hmm. they have lost recruits to just this hanging over the program. No, no there's no doubt. It's, it's been a dark cloud. It's got to hurt him. It does. I mean, it's remarkable he's been able to get the players he has with this hanging over him. Uh, that that yeah, is Musa, that is no Musa, doubt about Musa, it. Musa Cisse was absolutely. Uh, about to sign with LSU mm-hmm. when Nick Vitale had his series of tweets that were perfectly timed thanks to a source of his in Baton Rouge who I won't name. There you go. Hey, always appreciate the time, Mike. Thanks so much for joining us, and I always look forward to our conversation about the Tigers. We'll talk again soon. All right, Eric. Talk soon, man. Thanks. That's Mike Scarborough. Again, TigerBait.com. Get over there again. Get your subscription as soon as you can. Fantastic um, uh, uh, coverage of the, of, of the Tigers. All right, let me uh, – let me remind everybody about my friends over at uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, think Burkhardt. Uh, first of all, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Uh, interest-free financing. Uh, also, again, don't forget about Ambana, which is one of their top brands. Ask about their lifetime unit replacement warranty uh, on air-conditioned heat pumps, most comprehensive limited warranty coverage on the market. And then, of course, there is saving money at the, uh, uh, each and every month on your electric bill because of the efficiency of the new air conditioning systems. Uh, before you sign a contract with any other company, have my friends at Burkhardt come out and give you a price. Take a, take a look at your existing com- um, um, system, and they'll be give you an honest uh, depiction of what you're looking at. Uh, for a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Also, folks, uh, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust with uh, your automobile, uh, whether you're uh, handling a fleet account or, again, uh, maybe your own personal vehicle, think about my friends at Southern Tire. Uh, they are there for you uh, when, when your vehicle breaks down and even when it's not just for preventive maintenance. Uh, if your vehicle's out of warranty, you're looking for a sh- uh, shop you can trust, it's Southern Tire. Latest diagnostic equipment, you got the dealership, they got them at Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians that you have the dealership, they have them at Southern Tire. But, again, you don't get those dealership prices. Uh, again, family-owned and operated from the Piazza family since 1972. Uh, they, they treat your vehicle like their vehicle. 
Uh, it is Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the services they provide for their customers. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Just what 2021 needs, a bank account booster. $25,000 would do the trick, right? The $25,000 Workday Payday is on 1061 Nash Icon. Winners grab a quick 100 bucks and qualify for the $25,000 National Grand Prize. Get the national code word every hour from 8 to 5 weekdays. The $25,000 Workday Payday is on New Orleans Country. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Merrill. With Merrill Guided Investing, you have the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker dealer and investment advisor, member SIPC. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound coming into the city, traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection. Your delays are heavy now from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe exit. Also traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side, your backups are from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. 10 westbound, your backups are steady from North Claiborne to Canal. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to Orleans, and then it picks back up from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also delays a solid on 10 westbound from Causeway to Clearview. Also delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at bienvenueharahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 Four seven nine two. Right now is the time to start thinking about upgrading your AC system this year. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This month, they're offering huge savings on a new AC and heating system. You'll get a free ultraviolet air purifier, a high-efficiency air filter, 10 years parts and labor warranty, three years complete service and maintenance. There's no one I trust more than Burkhardt. Upgrade this month and save. Visit acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor unique vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Hi, this is Jillian Gutierrez for Kysik, and we've got the perfect way for you to impress your guests and enhance your crawfish boil with a beautiful seafood boat from Kysik. 
Your hot boiled crawfish will look beautiful as they are served out of a durable, easy to clean AB plastic seafood boat from Kysik for just $49.95. Simply go to Kysik.com. That's www.kysek.com. Get your crawfish boat today from Kysik. Listen to WRKN 106.1 on Alexa, sponsored by Indeed. Say Alexa, play WRKN 106.1. There's the smartphone, the smart speaker, and now the smartest way to hire people, Indeed. To learn more, visit Indeed.com Westwood. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Tara Kasher, on Elton John's birthday. A little musical interlude there for you. Don't forget about my friends over at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Uh, I mean, first of all, if you're a member of Bill Your Buff, you walk in, it's like walking into a museum. I mean, you will go bonkers if you love memorabilia like I bet love memorabilia. I was doing a, a live show before the pandemic there once a week, and every time I'd walk in, it would be something new. And, uh, I mean, just amazing, uh, the, the, the memorabilia. And then the TVs. 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. If you're going there to watch a ball game, man, there's even, even TVs in the bathroom. When I tell you you don't miss a play, you don't miss a play. Also, again, the menu is fantastic. Mouth-watering, something for everyone on that menu. Even, again, uh, picky eaters. Like I, got, I got a daughter that's a picky eater. She could find something at Bobby A. Bears to eat. Uh, and then amazing cocktails. A, a great beer selection, which is what you need anytime you're going to have a lot of folks coming in and enjoying the ball game. But it's more than just a sports bar. It's a fantastic restaurant as well. Uh, again, that's Bobby A. Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Go to BobbyABears.com to be able to order delivery online or be able to check out the menu. Also, again, if you'd like to have your next event, you could do that there as well. Uh, remember, they're open seven days a week at, uh, for lunch and dinner at, at uh, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, no doubt about it. So good. All part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana's been a longtime sponsor of, the, of, of this show. Uh, so happy again, uh, uh, their continued support. And again, all four restaurants uh, are there for you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program now from Locked on Pell's podcast. Does a great job, uh, as, as always. And anytime you want to know something about what's going on with the, with the Pelicans, uh, uh, he's your guy. Jake Madison joins us on the program. Jake, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Eric. Always good, Jake. And it's a great day to have you on. First of all, surprised that, uh, that Lonzo Ball was not dealt today. Let's ask that question right out the box. 
No, I've thought kind of all week that he would still end up in New Orleans past the trade deadline. You know, he's been a good, young, improving player. He's got flaws, certainly. Does he fit perfectly with New Orleans? Not necessarily. But you're seeing some really excellent play two ways with him, both offensively and defensively, as of late. And it would be foolish for New Orleans to give up a player like that who they have, you know, future rights to who will be a restricted free agent so they can bring him back next year if they really want to. It would be foolish to give up a player like that for pennies on the dollar. Certainly if a godfather offer comes through, you move him, but it doesn't sound like any deals included good young players or future first-round picks. And if it's just second-round picks and role players at best, at that point, it makes no sense for New Orleans to move on from him. They may as well keep him over these final 30 games and then make a decision on whether he's part of the future uh, this offseason. Do you anticipate him being part of the future? And again, when you talk about salary cap implications, can they afford to bring Lonzo Ball back on a three- or four-year deal, especially, again, with all the rumors out there? And again, rumors are rumors, right? We had rumors all over the last three weeks about him going everywhere, about, again, certain teams that were willing to be able to, to, to match any offer or to be able to give him a, a max deal. Uh, do you think that, that he's in the long-term time, uh, 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 plans of the Pelicans, and they have the money to be able to pay him to keep him here. You know, I think if the price is right, they're certainly going to keep him here beyond the season. That's kind of always the question when it comes to NBA players and free agency for the right price. A lot of teams, particularly teams in small markets, are really worried about overpaying a guy, and all of a sudden that contract isn't able to be moved in the future. You can't then build around Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram if it turns out that Lonzo Ball is a bust of a player. That creates real big problems. But I think if you get him in that 20 to $24 million range, I think that's what he'll eventually kind of end up going for in free agency. I think that's a fine contract for him with the level of production that he gives you. He's a good three-point shooter at this point on good volume per game, so defenses have to account for him. He connects other players well by passing them the ball, and he's very good in transition, and he's an above-average defender. Those are a lot of things that New Orleans needs. Certainly, they can pay him the money. They have the money to be able to do it. You're not really worried about luxury tax or anything like that just yet when it comes to this team. The question is, if he gets, say, a $27 million offer for the New York Knicks, is this team going to feel comfortable with that? And at that point, I think they say no, and they'll let him walk. But certainly around $20 million to 22, I think that's a number that they'd feel comfortable with giving him a four-year deal on or so. And I think that's going to be about what his market is. And if that ends up being the contract that he gets, I do think that it's something that if he doesn't quite live up to that, you're able to move on from that somewhat easily in the future. And so ultimately, I do think Lonzo Ball is going to be back with New Orleans next year. Jake Madison, Locked on Pell's podcast. Jake, what happened? Again, look, we know that, that Twitter is a liar, okay? Half the things you read on Twitter is not true. you got to really find out who's, who you're getting your information from, first of all. But the rumors were running amok a, a, a about, again, that Lonzo was going to be somewhere. What happened to, um, uh, to, to, to Lonzo on, on, on um, the trade deadline? Uh, did those offers dry up, or was there really never a market for Lonzo? I don't think those offers were ever there. And whether that was David Griffin to the media trying to pump up the price of Lonzo Ball or other teams trying to maybe knock down the price of Lonzo Ball. And around this time of year, you certainly get a lot of leaks from front offices almost trying to negotiate with other teams Mm -hmm. through the media. Um, I I don't think those things were there. I think if a first-round pick and a young player was on the table for Lonzo Ball, they would have done that. 
you know, I think they do have some questions about him going forward. And if you got a good enough offer, you would have taken it. But they weren't going to just let him go for, for nothing. And if there was a good offer out there, they would have taken it. So because of all that, I don't think that deal was on the table for New Orleans whatsoever. But when you look at, you know, some of the biggest trades and things that went down, the biggest one being Vucevic going to the Chicago Bulls, there was no hint of that throughout the week. You heard nothing about those two, that team and that player being whatsoever. How these deals get done? That Drew Holiday to the Milwaukee Bucks deal came kind of out of nowhere. You hadn't heard yes. anything about the Milwaukee Bucks being rumored from there. Because if both teams are close to making a deal that they're happy with, you're not going to leak that. If you're the team that's trading for the player, you're not going to leak that and then maybe have someone come in and up uh, that offer a little bit and fight you at the last minute. You know, so when these trades have a ton of smoke around them, I tend to think there's not a lot of fire for the most part Mm -hmm. because that's not usually when trades get done. Let's talk about Eric Bledsoe. Uh, Look, uh, we've talked about him the last few times you've come on. Uh, He's kind of been the focus of the ire of a lot of Pelican fans right now who feel like he's, again, doing what Eric Gordon did when he came to New Orleans, just laying on the leg of this franchise. Uh, Even Reggie Miller, uh, again, spoke about on the broadcast against the Lakers uh, that, again, that he looks uh, disinterested, that, uh, you know, again, his body language is, uh, is not there. Look, I see the same thing. What do you think is the future of Eric Bledsoe this season and beyond? Will he? Uh, will they again sit him and allow the young players to start getting more playing time? Uh, is he going to be in the long-term plans here, or are they going to try to move off of him at the offseason? And if they do, do they have to attach an asset to get rid of Eric Bledsoe? You know, what they should do is not play him anymore. He hasn't been good for New Orleans at all this season. Yes, he's had a couple of games where he's exploded in terms of points. Every now and then he'll give you a nice defensive effort. But for the most part, he's just been bad. There's there's really no other way to put it other than he's been not good here with the Pelicans so far this year. And if this team is serious about both building for the future and competing, Eric Bledsoe is not a part of that. We've heard... David Griffin speak a lot about how they're not going to just go with a full-on youth movement and just play these young guys because they're shifting to development and and give young players minutes. It's interesting that he says that because, you know, he says he wants these young guys to value the minutes. He wants guys like Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Kyra Lewis Jr. Mm -hmm. to value these minutes. The thing is, they're outplaying Eric Bledsoe. And what message are you sending those guys if they're playing better than him yet they're not going to get his minutes in that run out there on the court. I think that sends the incorrect message to some of these young guys about the culture of this team. So they should bench him, but given what we've heard from David Griffin, given what we've seen from this team so far and the rotation, I don't know if they're going to do that. And that would be a big mistake, in my opinion, if the Pelicans continue to run Eric Bledsoe out there for 20-plus minutes per game, Uh, particularly when you have those young guys in Kyra Lewis Jr. and Nikhil Alexander-Walker who have been outplaying him. In terms of moving him, they'll certainly look to move him this offseason. You may have to attach a second-round pick or something like that to it, but the Pelicans Mm -hmm. have plenty of those. And frankly, second-round picks aren't that valuable when it comes to draft picks and other things in in that war chest of assets that the Pelicans have. So I think it'd be worth it just to kind of move on from him, not have to worry about it whatsoever. Though he's somewhat of an expiring contract this offseason, too, so I think it becomes easier to move him than it would have been at the trade deadline. He's got one more year after next season, but it's only guaranteed at about $3.5 million. So they should right. be able to move him a lot easier than they would have at the trade deadline today. So I think it was smart of them not to include a first-round pick just to move Eric Bledsoe right now because, as you said, you can bench him, and that's frankly what the Pelicans should do. Yeah. 
Why don't you hang in there for me? Let me take a quick break here because I want to give the, some ample time into the J.J. Redick, uh, Nico Melli trade. I want to get into the players they receive, what your thoughts about those players are, and, of course, your thoughts about the trade as well. Uh, uh, we're joined by Jake Madison of Locked on Pell's Plot Podcast. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue this conversation. Again, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your AC breaks down, uh, again, you're going to need help. And uh, especially now, again, uh, before we get into the dog days of summer, it's probably a good time to be able to have Burkhardt come out and to be able to check out your unit, uh, make sure it's running efficiency, give it a tune-up for you, so it'll make it through the dog days of summer. But again, if it never goes down for you, and it doesn't matter when, 24-7, 365, Burkhardt is answering the phone. They have an answering service that answers the phone. They have one particular person that dispatches all, this is in-house now, that dispatches all of their uh, technicians out to your home or your business. Uh, if the AC goes down, think Burkhardt. Authorized to service all brands, uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, and, of course, a company that values trust with their customers. They'll never gouge you. They'll never treat you. They want you telling your friends and family how you were treated with Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oh, well, would you look at this? Hey, now this is unique. Is this 
Oh, wow. Where did you get this? They got it from us, and we got it from local craftsmen, creators, artists, and makers from all around the region, creating unique, one-of-a-kind gifts you won't find just anywhere. NOLA Gifts and Decor. NOLA Gifts and Decor in Metairie off West Esplanade by Austin's Restaurant and a new location in Destrehan at Ormond and Airline. Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hey, it's Rick from upstairs. Yeah, I take it seriously. When I play R&B at 1 in the morning, that's me saying, hey, I'm here for you. And I enjoy repetitive bass lines. I only use expired batteries in my smoke detectors. <laughs> nice, right? Yeah, upstairs neighbors help people forget their troubles. Give them something else to focus on. Ooh, want to see how high I can jump? Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor. No, wait, let me try again. But we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. In just 15 minutes a day, Babbel teaches you conversations that you will actually use. With 14 languages and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, Mambo, uh, 411 Bourbon Street. Also, don't forget about uh, Old New Orleans Curry, 205 Bourbon Street, and uh, Bobby Hebert's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans and Metairie. All are open late, all are open seven days a week, all will deliver right to your door. All, again, are open at 75% occupancy, so plenty of room for you to be able to social distance and enjoy a meal. Again, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants, open for you. All right, uh, let's get back to... Um, uh, Jake Madison, Locked on Pels uh, podcast. There was a trade today. Uh, the Pelicans did make one trade. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the trade and those that are involved in it? Yeah, so the the deal they did get done was J.J. Redick and Nicolo Melli heading to the Dallas Mavericks for James Johnson, Wesley Iwundu, cash considerations, and probably most importantly for New Orleans, a second-round pick in 2021 from the Dallas Mavericks. You know, I, I've been thinking about this deal a good bit, and, you know, given that we were looking at J.J. Redick potentially getting bought out by the New Orleans Pelicans and not really having much of a uh, trade value at the deadline, I kind of shrugged my shoulders into this one and go, well, it's better than nothing, and I think that's kind of the extent of this. They got a pick and some value for J.J. Redick when they wouldn't have had that otherwise. Wesley Iwundu is a young-ish guy but doesn't really have much of a future in the league. It's not even really someone that should get any minutes on the Pelicans. And in terms of James Johnson, it's a nice veteran forward to add who brings a little bit of toughness and kind of that veteran mentality to the team. But I don't know if that's going to add up to a whole lot, and I don't really see him playing very many minutes with the Pelicans going forward. And this was more done just to kind of make the salaries work in this trade. I don't think he'll be back here next year, but for the time being, it can't hurt to have this guy on the bench in case you need kind of a little bit more of that toughness uh, in a game out there. But other than that, it's just good job by the Pelicans getting something for J.J. Redick when it was looking like they were going to get nothing. No, I would agree. Again, look, I was uh, I was I was a little bit upset, and I talked about it yesterday on the on the program to um, uh, allow to allow JJ to walk out to, to again his uh, East Coast team of choice with no compensation. Uh, again, get get an asset, get something back for him. Look, James Johnson's contract is expiring this year. Uh, you talked about Awando again; he's got uh, uh, another year left on his deal after this year. Uh, there's a minimum deal like 1.8 million, so that's not a hard to walk away from if you necessarily had to. But you got the cash consideration, you got the second round pick, which is an asset, and I'd much rather see that than allowing him to walk out the door for nothing, even though. Again, again, so, some are saying that, again, let J.J. pick his team. 
look, it's the NBA. You go where you're sent. Look, I, I do think there is something to be said for doing right by people and players, and I think that's something that agents look at in the future and can maybe make negotiations a little bit easier and maybe, maybe acquire a mm-hmm. player for you that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get. But those situations are few and far between, and as you said, it's the NBA. It's a business, right? You've got to do what's best for the franchise and the long-term future of it, and that was moving him to Dallas even if he wanted to go play for the Brooklyn Nets or the New York Knicks. And so getting something, the second-round pick that will likely get flipped in another trade, to be perfectly honest, I think it's just smart business. That's kind of what this one comes down to. It keeps J.J. Redick out of the rotation, so it's going to mean going forward more minutes for young guys like Kyra Lewis Jr. and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Kind of just a win-win all around for the Pelicans here. Can Johnson make a difference on the defensive end for this team? Maybe, you know, but when you look at the the rotation for New Orleans, and, you know, he's Mm -hmm. an above-average defender. He's a tough guy, right? But are you going to play him over a guy like Jackson Hayes? No, I, I don't really think so. Are you going to play him over a guy even like Billy Hernan Gomez in the front court? I'm not sure if you will because I think those are guys you look at that might be here beyond this season, and that's what this second part of the year really needs to be. So in spot games here and there, yeah, if you have a guy that's just not trying hard or something really isn't working, throw him in there for some spot minutes every now and then. But I don't think this is the guy that's going to really be the player that gets New Orleans even into the playing tournament at the 10th spot where they're two and a half games back. But it's nice to have. Certainly it's the guy that can give you some toughness there. If you have a more physical matchup, you can throw him into that. It gives you Mm -hmm. just a little bit something different behind Zion Williamson than he would have had before. And so it can't hurt to have a guy like this on the roster. You mentioned this before, but I'd like you to mention for any of the audience that's just coming back and joining us as we get into the last part of this program. Do you believe we'll see more of Kyra Lewis Jr., Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and Jackson Hayes in the last 30 30 games of this season? I do, mainly because it's so hard to justify not doing it. If they continue to play Eric Bledsoe, who not just has been bad defensively and bad offensively, but also just isn't trying, right? How many games have we seen him out there where it just looks like he doesn't care and doesn't want to be here and he's going through the motions? That's more damaging, I think, than anything, more so than the bad play, and it probably leads to that bad play. I just don't know how they continue to justify having him out there at the, on the court at times, or at least for 30-plus minutes per game. I can understand him starting. I can understand some role for him. But you've got to give more minutes to guys like Kyra Lewis Jr. and Nikhil Alexander-Walker, not just because they're young and you want to develop them for the future, but also because they're out playing Eric Bledsoe. And if you want to make a push for the playoffs or for the 10th spot to get into the playing tournament, those are the guys that's going to get you there. It's not Eric Bledsoe. And so if they're out playing him, what message are you sending? What culture are you building if they're mm-hmm. not the ones that get the playing time? And I think that's really the biggest thing going forward with this team is if those are the guys for the future, play them because they're playing better than the guys ahead of them. And if this is about you earning your minutes and valuing those minutes, that's how it's got to go. And so I will be surprised if after the next couple of games we continue to still see as big of a role that Eric Budso has been playing um, in the past. Got about a minute left. Do the Pelicans make the um, uh, the play-in tournament? You know, it, it could go either way. It's 50-50. I lean towards no. I've said that really since the beginning. They haven't shaken this team up enough. That really makes me think anything differently. I think we'll still continue to see more of the same, which is a really inconsistent squad. Some nights they look good. Some nights they don't. They have a lot of mental letdowns. Until they really shake up the roster or they get an offseason under their belt, a full offseason, I don't think much is going to change. I think they're on the outside looking in at the very end, probably doomed by the lack of defense. 
always appreciate your time. Lo- love your take. Why don't you let the folks know a little bit about your podcast and how folks can follow you on social media? Of course, Locked On Pelicans. It's there Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Um, just search Locked On Pelicans wherever you get podcasts from, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Nola Jake. Been on there throughout the day talking trades in the NBA. It was a pretty fun day with a lot of movement, so looking forward to everything going forward the rest of the season. Always look forward to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll check in with you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Eric. No, Jake. Again, Jake Madison uh, joining us here on Inside New Orleans. All right, we quick take a break. We come back. We wrap it up. Remember, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon, uh, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Of course, uh, the great picture, win- picture windows and, again, a fantastic um, uh, menu as well over at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, like Villain Veterans and Metairie, 30-plus TV screens, fantastic cuisine, great uh, cocktails. Yeah, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. 
We'll take Barkwing. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. Today, pros have to do whatever it takes. The Home Depot is here to make that easier. We've got the products you know and trust on our app. Delivery options to get what you need exactly where you need it. And a delivery tracker that keeps you up to date on the status of your order. So you can keep doing what you do best. Whatever it takes to get the job done. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hi, this is Jillian Gutierrez for Kysik, and we've got the perfect way for you to impress your guest and enhance your crawfish boil with a beautiful seafood boat from Kysik. Your hot boiled crawfish will look beautiful as they are served out of a durable, easy to clean AB plastic seafood boat from Kysik for just $49.95. Simply go to Kysik.com. That's www.kysek.com. Get your crawfish boat today from Kysik. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you joining the uh, show today. Also, want to thank our guests, Ali Cassell, The Bird Rights, Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, Jake Madison, Locked on Pels podcast, uh, Rudy Backett Studio, all the fantastic sponsors to sponsor our program. Please go to ericastry.com, the slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors, and thank you to those sponsors for supporting this program. Uh, coming up next is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and also uh, Ken Trahan, their guest tonight, the coach. Ron Mastry will be joining him on the program. Don't forget about Garland Gillen joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. That's coming up in about two minutes. And I hope you have a wonderful evening. We'll do it all over again tomorrow for the William Grant family. Still is Friday extravaganza. My name is Eric Astor. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio 